Picture this, two guys trapped in the South Charleston Public Library. One guy loves movies, the other, well, he'd rather be watching reality TV. Can they survive each other's films? Find out on Real Opposites, a library podcast about movies. Hosted by Josh and Aaron from the South Charleston Public Library. Hey guys, and welcome to The Real Opposites. I'm Aaron. And I'm Josh. And we're back this week to discuss the movies we chose last time. They went along with a theme of cryptid creature... In the woods. In the woods type thing, kind of tying it back into our adult summer reading. I chose, well, Toby suggested a movie, and I chose it even though I hadn't seen it, and that's The Ritual, and Josh chose... The Descent. The Unrated Cut. Oh, yes, Unrated Cut. It's important. It's very very important. So... Much better. I guess we'll go ahead and jump into the ritual. Yeah. Uh, so Toby Toby told me about the ritual, and I watched a trailer for it, and I was like, okay, this is probably something I would like. Yeah, it looked pretty good. Yeah, and then when I, I tried to think of a different one, but just for this specific topic, or what do we call that? Theme. Theme. I couldn't think of another one. but So that's why I picked this movie. I mean, these two are, it'd be hard to find two movies that are like more... Similar. Similarly. So they're a good match yeah, for each for other because sure. they're pretty much the same movie. Right. <laughs> I mean, in a lot of ways. Yeah. In a lot, in of, a ways, lot of ways, especially the premise. It's like, it's a group of men. It's a group of women. They're both mm-hmm. going into the woods into, or into caves and in like into wilderness, prehistoric, where like, you know, like yeah. going back to their lizard brains yeah. to survive. There's both like a trauma that kind of starts, starts the film. Starts the movies. Yeah. And I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty similar. They're similar. Yeah. But the group yeah. dynamics are different, and they the are. Overall, yeah. Like, and I think that the overall feel of the creatures is also different. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the ritual's very occult kind of feeling, and uh. the the descent is very undiscovered terror. It's yeah. not like n- there's nothing mystical going on in right. the descent, and there's mysticality in the ritual. Yeah. So, ritual. What I mean, what did you think of the ritual? I mean, I generally thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. I liked the first kind of half, especially. I was definitely getting the scent vibes like right away with the like the scene in the supermarket and yeah everything. And I liked like the, like I said, I liked the first half when they're just kind of like in the woods, lost, and they're kind of bickering, going back and forth. It's got like kind of Blair Witch vibes too, you know, yeah, I like thought that too. Yeah, like the forest itself looks great. It's mm-hmm. pretty foreboding. Where it kind of lost me is when stuff actually started going down. I kind of. Felt like they were trying too hard to answer questions about what was going on, and it just kind of like under like the the unex the unexplained is always going to be more interesting to me, you know, than trying to explain. Oh, this is a cult, and this is the like I don't know. Right. It's, just, it's not as it kind of loses me. It's still okay, but I especially like I just like that's why I love the Blair Witch. It's just people wandering in the woods, getting lost and right. getting scared out of their minds. But I mean, I like the group dynamics. I mean, you kind of need that. The movie, like it's, it's, and it's, it's relatively like well shot. I just still don't like the way it digital light looks, but it's a kind of a hodgepodge of a bunch of different movies. Mm-hmm. Right. And it kind of lacks its own identity in a lot of ways. It was I think. sold to me as, as the Blair Witch and the Descent had a baby. Yeah, and I mean that's, that's exactly it, uh, how it feels to me. Yeah, I really liked it. I love the lore of the movie. Like, I want to know more about the Oten and the cult and the, and I love the monster design. 
Like, yeah. so that's yeah, the monster design is pretty cool. I give it that. Like, yeah. and they they cleverly save money to pull that off, which is I think is neat because they mess with the way it messes with your mind, so it will appear as other people up until it has you in its yeah. arms or like kind of a good one do you know why sorry i'm just gonna no. tell you things do you know why that forest is so creepy why because it's man-made so really? when you get big pine forests like that um, a lot of times they were planted during like either post oh, or during so they're like, all very like time. so it's very straight and it's yeah. all one tree so there's no biodiversity and so something that's why they shoot horror movies a lot in pine forest is it like messes with your brain hmm. because a lot of times if you don't have any biodiversity and stuff your brain your animal brain is like this is wrong yeah, it's almost like, like you're in like a liminal yeah. space or something. Yeah. Like it's just an endless row of trees and, right. and you can't see. That's why yeah. like you see them in rows and stuff. It's really yeah. creepy. It it's is. It's so easy to get turned around. Like South Carolina is full of like what are called victory forests, which are a pine forest like that. It's because like you can't mark yourself anymore. You can't be like, oh, yeah, I just passed that tree. Yeah. It's nothing but pine needles and straight rows and... You can't, if you get off, then you can't find your way back. And I think that's the um, thing that I like so much about the first half is that I, they really put you in their shoes really right, well. Yeah. And it does a good job, you know, the whole, the group of the guys, you know, there's like, you know, diff everyone's different and I kind of could put myself in their shoes. Yeah, it kind of, it does a I, good job of getting to know each individual yeah. person. And then it, I think when they're lost and the fear of that sinks in, you can kind of feel that. Yeah, uh, I think they did that well. I mean, overall, I really liked the movie. Uh, it was about what I expected it to be, yeah. so that was good. I will say, it once it started to get into the lure a little bit and that, it lost me for a second, but then I got into it. Yeah. So I think it was just because I didn't expect that. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just going to be more like The Descent, like some See, random I, monster that's lived in yeah. the woods forever. I thought, I mean, it would have been cool if it was just like, haunted forest and like you never see anything yeah. it's just they end up tearing their themselves apart right like i, I think that would have been something more interesting as cool as the creature design and the monster is mm -hmm. it is a really cool design i think getting into the their heads a little bit more yeah which is where i thought it was kind of going yeah and because you have them having the the weird dreams that cause them to do things yeah. And all of that. But I guess that goes into the, you know, the whole worshiping part, I guess. Yeah. Where they were worshiping like the statue or the whatever that was made in the upstairs. So, but, okay. So the opening scene is the supermarket and he goes in with his buddy to buy alcohol. And, you know, he's behind the thing hiding or whatever when his buddy dies. Which it comes up later that they don't really trust him because of that. Yeah. And because, I mean, when I saw that, I kind of was like, eh, shouldn't you maybe do something? <laughs> like, well, it's throw, a, throw a wine bottle to distract him or. It's easy to like kind of play Monday morning quarterback a little bit. Because, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're in that situation and you're scared, you don't know which like. Right. That's unless true. You've had a, you know, but, um, but I mean, I get I get. But I, I guess it's it. a fight or flight response. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I'm more uh, of a fight in that situation. Well, I think that's what Dom, it, the one, the guy with the mm -hmm. glasses, he has, he says that he's like, you should have done something or whatever. Right. But then when the other guy is taken into the woods, he doesn't do anything. He is the first one that wants to mm -hmm. go back, and he's like, and he doesn't want to go out to start with to look for. Right. Him. I like how there's always that guy in the group that you're yeah. like, please kill him. Yeah. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, he whining, was him. <laughs> he's like whining about his leg, and I like that the other guy was just like, come on, get up, stop. 
Yeah. So <laughs> it so it kind of tells you that he must want a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, there's always that guy. Like I'm, please somebody kill him. Yeah. Spurt. You guys have a shovel. <laughs> well, she does die. So yeah, you get that in the end. Um. But I think I mean, like I said, overall, I, I really liked it. I like the the Blair Witch feel that it has. I mean, you have them camping in tents and a tent being like pulled up into the sky, which that was part of a dream, I guess, technically. But yeah. I mean, you still had that creepy factor of that type of stuff happening. And I really like that. But then the tent was ripped open. When it yeah. The outside, tent, it's like, like, it's like the tent having, was ripped open. having dreams, but they're like, it's cause it's a God. And it's like giving right. them like, yeah, kind of. It just makes me appreciate Blair Witch so much. Yeah, because it's just Such it's literally just people out in the woods, and they like they gave them I don't forget for like how many days, and they just gave them like a vague script, and they made it up the rest of it. Yeah, and it's literally just people just like throwing rocks and like mm-hmm. making noises and like batter, like uh, touching your tent and stuff, and yeah. it's like, but it's I so t- much more that like yeah uh, tangible than than stuff like this. But this is still an okay movie. Like it's yeah. still it's all right. So. I- I, mean, I don't. I don't think like I feel as much because it's less amb- amb- ambiguous. I'm. I'm not as invested in the character as I am on something like The Descent, which we'll talk about in a little yeah. bit, or The Blair Witch. And I could see that. I could yeah. see not being as invested. Overall, I think it was great. Yeah. I need I mean, to go so, back and watch Blair Witch. It's been so long since I've watched that. It's great. It's I such like a great movie. Year. Which it's I think just, they did good with the newest one. To they kind of. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't on par with the first one, but they brought the feel of the first one back. I think they tried to, but they they got too big. They went too right, to do too much. Yeah, but I think overall it kind I mean, of it was, brought, it was better than it was better Book, than of, Book of Shadows. Yeah, that one was weird. That was really bad. Yeah. Did you guys catch when they pull the tent out of the ground and they're like, "Oh, leaving your tent and shoes behind is a bad sign, isn't it?" And I don't know if they did that intentionally in reference, but there's a famous disappearance uh, called the Dyatlov Pass incident. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they found the tents, it was everyone had, like, the bodies were gone. They never found the bodies, but they think that they succumbed to hypothermia and went insane. They took off all their shoes and clothes Mm -hmm. and left their tents, but, like, they ripped their way out of their tents Hmm. and ran off into the snow to die is what they think happened, but they don't know because they've never found found the bodies. bodies. That's a fascinating Um, thing. There are people who are like, it's the abominable snowman or something. Yes, the Yeti. Or there's a horror movie that is absolutely great up until the last 15 minutes called The Devil's Pass, which um, I really love. That is about a group going to shoot a documentary on the Dyatlov Pass incident, and then they succumb to the same thing, but then the end is ruined by horrible CGI monsters. Mm. See, that's the thing. You don't need monsters in that movie. Right. You just need... It's like the movie... I don't know if you ever saw the movie Everest. It's about the 1994 tragedy on Everest where they're they're just climbing and the storm comes in I forget like mm-hmm. 20 or 30 people died mm-hmm. like that like you just need that you just need right you don't need monsters you don't need stuff you just need to get into the psychology of the characters and like what they're going through and that's scarier and more harrowing than any monster yeah, the wilderness is scary on its own or if you're gonna do a monster just do it like you see eyes out in the darkness and that's yeah. it yeah. They were trying to explain the Diet Love Pass incident. Yeah. And it was very good up until the end of the there's TGI monsters and space travel involved or time travel involved. It's Oh wow. Yeah. That's disappointing. But it, the movie's great up until I would recommend <laughs> watching the movie Just turn right it off up it. until they go to investigate the like there are like some dynamite charges that go off. Like watch the movie up to there. Can I edit them Stop. into like the opening of the thing? 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. That movie leads into <laughs> That movie leads into the thing. But yeah, no, the Yellow Pass incident is fascinating. It really so, is. So like when they pulled that out of the ground and they were like, shoes, I was like, ha! <laughs> like, no, this is not good. This is bad. That's cool. <laughs> like, I think... I think you're right in the sense, of like, like I said, even with the the lure part, once we got to that, that kind of took me out of it a little bit. And I, I did get back into it, and I enjoyed the rest of the movie. Yeah. So but what, like, I think, point, what? Like, so not the, was it the spooky house? Or, which is, mm-hmm. I love that's how No, I thought the spooky it. house spooky was fine. House. Yeah, that's fine. Because um, that's, that's like, like coming like, across a spooky house in the woods is like, yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah. Right. So, what I think it is, is kind of what you said in, in the sense of Blair Witch. You never really see. No, you don't see anything. You see something rush past the screen like once when they get to the end in the house. Or is that the new one? The new one. I Never guess mind. The new That's one. You the don't new see one. anything. In the so in the first one, you don't see anything. No, it's and all, and it builds up an image in your head of like, what, what is this thing out here? Right, exactly. What's it doing to their heads? And like, I, I think that would have done really well in this movie because the whole horror of them being like taken real fast into the woods and then them finding them basically gutted hanging up on a tree. Yeah, like that was creepy. It is, and to not know for sure what did it. Exactly. Would have been really cool. Yeah. Um, I think it would have amped it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you cut, like just make a lean 80 minute movie like that mm-hmm. where they're just, they're lost in the woods. There's something out there that's terrorizing them. And, you know, they're having these dreams and visions. And it's like, you know. Yeah. And if you never, wanted you to never figure it out, I think even if you wanted to pull in the whole deity worshiping type stuff, if one of the houses they come across are some weird people that won't react to them, or a book of the dead. Yes, we're now in the evil day. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it. Not but uh, Oh, my God. We got I know. But I've played the game. Okay. Not the same. No, Which it's one? not. Huh? Which one? Only the new one? The new one. But like, if they even if they came across this little village with weird people doing weird stuff, and the people wouldn't react to them, so they keep on going through the woods. Mm-hmm. Like, that ties that in a little bit, and you could kind of see the lure to it, but it would still be that mystery. Yeah. Totally. Um, I, I agree. Because I did like the weird people yeah. in the village. Yeah, they just kind I, of... I, I like weird people. It kind of felt like two movies. There was too much exposition it in so. the village, I think. I think they could have left it... Like, they had to. Ha- they had the English-speaking girl come and, like, explain to him yeah. about the god. And I think they could have done away with that totally and yeah. just had him be captured in this village that worships the... Thing. Yeah, like, you don't or have to that. explain No it. explanation. Like, and then right. when they bring him out, it's like, it's clear enough in what the monster does where it, like, tries to force him to the ground. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. that, I think we could have done just without Alice or whatever, the girl whose family was in the tent. Yeah. Um, explaining, because that's who that is. Explaining, you know. Yeah. This. I do like the creepy, like, lich zombies in the, in the church. Where, oh. Because it yeah. keeps you beyond your natural life. Oh, yeah, that was okay. become a worshiping mummy in the yeah. weird church. Like it's the thing is, I would I would totally read a novel about this movie because I love it, the lore. I think it's it is great. a novel. Is it? Yeah, the film is based on a novel by Adam Neville. I didn't know that. And produced by Andy Serkis. I love, but the thing that freaked me out the most, or like that when I think about it, freaks me out is what happened to Phil, where he wakes up in the morning. 
worshiping the oh, oh yeah oh yeah it's like i don't know how where he's just like naked up in the yeah, yeah. house yeah like that was creepy that was yeah. i don't know how badly that would break it breaks his brain and i yeah. can totally see how like i don't know how that's one of those like eldritch moments that yeah. yeah 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 totally well, where you're just like oh i don't know how i would respond to that right to <laughs> well and that like, <laughs> and that's the thing like you already have that and you obviously know like okay people yeah. are worshiping There's something. something here mm-hmm. and, and then you and wait till the very last second to reveal the monster. Yeah. You don't don't do a chase, don't do anything, just have them losing their minds and trying to escape and then just Yeah. You have the monster at the end and then cut to black. Yeah. Like that's what I that's what I would have done. Yeah, I just I get though why they wanted to show it off because man it's No, I mean, yeah, I mean you show it off at the very last second. Like yeah. the last shot of the movie or the last couple shots. Or I know? think even if they went into the village and they were captured or whatever, like you said, don't explain it. Yeah. And have a scene where that first scene where they all are not the first scene, but in the village when they all bow down and the monster comes out of the woods. Yeah. That would have been a great reveal right there. Yeah. yeah. And just that and either end it right there or, you know, yeah. let him go ahead and kill people. Yeah. And you just have like two minutes of this monster doing its thing. Yeah, I agree. But that's it. No explanation. No going into the. We worship it. Like, we get it. Yeah. We already get it. Because that's the thing with, like, when the good film, especially horror, is if you give the audience just enough, they'll fill in the rest. You got to trust. I mean, it's just film in general, but you should trust your audience. If you know what you're doing and you give them enough information, they'll figure it out and they'll fill in the blanks with their own imagination, which is usually going to be better than anything you can come up with put on screen. And they did. I mean, and they like, that's the thing is this movie could have done, like I said, I think for me, the part that could have for sure been cut, because I like a lot of the village stuff is Mm -hmm. the girl explaining it in English. Like, yeah, it's clear when like the witch comes Mm -hmm. in and pulls down her shirt and shows that she has the same mark on her chest. And like, you know, they take the guy upstairs and they, I don't know, beat the snot out of him and then bring him back down. You know, it's like everything that's happening here is fine. We don't need, oh, they're preparing for the sacrifice. I mean, it's right. clearly like, that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, like it's, no. no like I think that's the main much, thing that yeah. could be cut. I mean, like I said, overall, I liked the movie. I, I would probably yeah. watch it again. Because then I start thinking, like, if they talk too much, I'm thinking, they're thinking, like, well, it's Tuesday. We probably got some random white dudes that are running through the woods. Let's go kill them. Right. Let's go sacrifice him to the god. Yeah. The Jotun. 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 <laughs> Which is actually based on... Norse mythology. Norse mythology, yeah. That's cool. Norse mythology. Yeah, he's a he's a real a real critter. Well, not a real critter. He's based like, on he's something. He's based on a real critter. He looks a lot like we only have um, Norse drawings <laughs> of, like, uh, what's... Um, a, like, it's not... A, there, there's a forest creature that is from north scandinavian folklore um i want to it's not a fiend but it's something similar to that that looks a lot like that it's got the ha- antlers and the weird chicken legs okay and i love that like the bringing in of the um where the sculpture has the chicken legs mm-hmm. it's like very baba yaga like yeah there's a lot of they did i think they did their lore in a very believable and anchored in yeah. real folklore yeah. kind of way and i really enjoyed that yeah i mean um, like i don't know if they wanted that's why it kind of feels like two movies like i could watch a movie just dealing with the folklore like right like, with like somebody getting like one like one of them like one of the people in the cult like getting sucked into the cult kind of yeah thing. like i could kind of do that but i don't think the first half of the film really leads organically into the second half. It's a creature called a leshy. Oh, yeah. That's totally... I yeah. feel like that's very heavily inspired. 
Yeah, it's a really cool creature. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really kind of creepy. So, uh, yeah, I guess we all mm-hmm. liked it well enough. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I I mean, horror. there's a lot of crappy horror movies, so yeah. like a decent one when I can get right. it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would call this a decent horror movie compared to a lot of stuff that's out there. Yeah. Um, like Scream 6. What? <laughs> Scream 6 was it. great. I haven't seen it. Oh. I'm not going to see it. Mm-hmm. You thought you weren't. Well, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Aaron just changed his mind about oh, his no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Honestly, Scream 6 is probably one of the one of the good ones. Okay. It, I mean, I'll watch it eventually. I had a. I went with people that to. were not Scream fans, like do not like Scream, and they liked Scream 6. Okay. So, I don't know. But anyways, that has nothing to do with the ritual. It doesn't. Uh, but yeah, overall, I mean, I think we all kind of enjoyed it. I, I think um, I watched both of these movies while I was at camp, so it kind of added to it. Totally. It Those, these are great ones to watch, like, while you're at yeah. camp, like you're camping. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. It couldn't and, better movies. And wait till Witch. we talk about The Descent, because there was a cool little part okay. that All right. we did. For now, we'll go to some um, announcements from the library, and then we'll come back and talk about your pick, The Descent. And we'll hear Aaron's riveting tale. <laughs> Obi here uh, with the adult services announcements for the library. We have a whole bunch going on because it's June and summer reading is upon us. So if you've not signed up for our summer library program or summer reading program, come on by the library and sign up for that. But for events this month, obviously, if you're listening to this, it is the first and we've released a new episode over the Real Opposites podcast. Our next episode is going to come out uh, June 15th. Now, June 2nd, we have our first meeting of the Cryptic Coloring Club the that will have two meetings this summer. Um, but this first one, just come on by. We have coloring sheets. This is an adult program, but just come by, relax and color with us and enjoy some cryptid fun fact. Then on Monday, June 5th, we have our f- first welcome meeting for our book club. If you want to participate in the book club this summer, you need to come to the welcome meeting. Uh, we will have snacks and tea and we will be meeting the 5th at 6 p.m. Then Friday, June 9th, we will have our Whimsical Watercolors with Joanne Jacobs starting at 5 p.m. Saturday, June 10th, we will have the South Charleston Interpretive Center tours at 11 and 1.30. So come on by the library and then we'll send you across um, to the Interpretive Center for your tours. Closed for Juneteenth and West Virginia Day. But the first day back, um, June 21st, our Bigfoot um, researchers are coming in. So we will have In the Shadow of the Big Red Eye with producer and lead investigator Mike Familiat um, at 7 p.m. here at the library. And then the last thing that we have in June is on the 26th, we will have our first book reading meeting of the book club where we will be discussing the devil all the time. But remember, if you want to participate in book club, we do need you to come to that meeting on the 5th. All right, I'm going to pass it on over to Kendall where she will have lots of announcements about youth and what they're doing this summer in outer space. Hey everyone, Kendall here. And we are so excited to be going out of this world this summer for our reading program entitled the SCPL Reading Rocket. Uh, So starting, Uh, Next week, on Tuesday the 6th, we'll start having weekly programs for different age groups every week. Tuesday is for school-age kids, so these are kindergartners through fifth graders, and we have programs at 10.30 and again at 6.30. And these are identical programs, but um, we just want to offer them at different times of the day for different family schedules. We have our teen program uh, starting on Wednesday, June the 7th. That runs from 3 to 5 p.m. and is open to 
teens in grades six through 12. And then on Thursdays, starting Thursday, June 8th, we have our early literacy program. So this is perfect for kiddos from birth through age four or five, perfect for toddlers, preschoolers, and those programs will be at 10.30 and again at 3.30. Uh, so like I said, those will be every week. Um, during the summer on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. With a few exceptions, as Toby mentioned, the library is closed on June 19th for Juneteenth, and then again on June 20th in honor of West Virginia Day. Uh, so that week we will not be having regular programs, but instead, um, on that Friday, June the 23rd, Starting at three, we're gonna show the movie Wally, a personal favorite, and we'll also have um, some crafts that kids can work on, popcorn and juice, and that'll also be an opportunity for kids to bring in recycled robots, which would be robots they've made out of materials they found around the house to add to our robot display. So that is a quick uh, overview of all of our youth programs for the month of June, but if you are interested, I strongly encourage you to check out our Facebook page and or our website for more details, um, or you can pick up a hard copy of the calendar here at the SCPL Circulation Desk. But without further ado, I'll pass it back to Miss Toby. Thanks so much for listening. All right, guys, and we're going to send you back to the show. All right, so we're back from those announcements from the library, and we're going to go ahead and jump into it. Josh, tell us why you chose The Descent. Descent is, it's not like in my top 10 horror, but it's, a, it's I mean, it's totally in top 50, like horror movies of all yeah. time. It's really terrific. Like we were talking about, like but even before we get to anything horror, like I don't, I, it's kind of like the ritual, but I think it it blends in better with the rest of the film, leading leading up to kind of the thing that happens because it's already mm -hmm. super intense, and I'm already invested in the characters and the, and their dynamics, and I feel like overall there's more of a a theme at mm -hmm. play in the descent, where you know these the group of women. You know, they're, I'd say maybe they're like they're in their 30s. There's like one younger one. Yeah. And they're all kind of like Juno is trying to kind of stay youthful, like trying to do things that like these other, the other ladies are like, they have kids, they have like they're, right. They're kind of a little, little bit less like adventurous or, you know, they're they not used to be back in the yeah, day. Yeah. They're not like 22 anymore. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of that. And then dealing with Sarah's loss, you know, she, the movie opens with her. The accident that kills her husband and daughter, and and then just like if you're the slightest bit claustrophobic, yeah, oh, the movie yeah. is for sure. It's terrifying. Mm -hmm. What is it? I said it's collisionous. It's a new word I learned oh, this weekend, which is to <laughs> dark and having to do with caves. Oh, I get it. Um, so I mean, I, uh, yeah, I'm not claustrophobic really. <laughs> I like this movie doesn't do that for. It's, I mean, it's intense, but I don't get like. Uh, um, but like even before any of the monsters, which are unexplained, you know, there's nothing. Right. You never find it. It's really, out. I mean, and, and it's, it's kind of what we were talking about. Like there's enough there for you to figure out what these people, what these things are. Like it's clear there, like there was a, there was like a mining something down there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think they find some mining equipment. So they're just people that probably got trapped down there and adapted they just adapted and lived down there over the last 100, 200 years. So they're, they can see in the dark and they're, you know, very clearly very aggressive. Which is, uh, you know, scientifically nonsense, but we'll allow it. Yeah, but I, I, it's a movie. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> well, well, right. Like, you know. That's the horror about it. Yeah. It's, and it's, and you know, there's, 
of course, theories that like that's all in Sarah's head, and she's mm-hmm. imagining this and killing her, <laughs> killing yeah. her friends, which I think is nonsense. Because so at any point in most move, you know, most movies, I'm just going to trust what I'm seeing on screen. Yeah. So if it's not clearly alluded to that this is a dream or this is a figment of someone's imagination, then I'm just going to take it at face value. Like a shot of a pillow. Like a shot of a pillow, yes, because that's clearly <laughs> going into a dream. That's the first shot of the movie, Jesus. Also, I'd like while Sarah is, I could definitely understand her rage towards like Juno. Well, yeah, but then even to some extent, her other—I mean, maybe to some extent, her other friends because they knew. But also, like. I don't think that Sarah has that in her. No, like, no, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't buy that theory. But oh I'm, no, I don't. I don't even like that theory. To be no. honest, I like the but movie I, the way it is. But I like, you know, I think the whole movie, like from start to finish, um, there's really nothing I would change. I think you establish clearly the characters and their dynamics, and once they get into the cave, which is pretty like pretty quick, it just kind of gets going, and. You know, they have to overcome obstacles and deal with each other's personality issues right. and everything. I mean, the ritual is clearly inspired by this. I think it's just this is just a better version of that story. Mm-hmm. And we can't not talk about the ending. Right. Because that is... Because I saw this in theaters and I saw the American ending. Mm-hmm. So spoilers. Um, the American ending, Sarah gets out. Everyone else dies. Right. Some by the hands of Juno. Some by the hands of Juno. Um, Sarah like whacks Juno in the leg. Yeah, she does kill. So she, pretty much kills her, which leaves her hobbled, like stuck down there. And then she gets and then she gets out. This all is the monsters were coming in is, on Juno. Yeah, and this is the American ending. Sarah escapes. Right. Right. And, and that's it. And she it, just she just escapes. It ends well, she's with in that, the it, it ends with that truck. jump scare of Juno in the truck. Yeah. And, where but yes. Sarah's Sarah's escaped. She's sitting there in her vehicle and she throws up out the window. And yeah. then she like when she in. leans back in, mm-hmm. Juno, the, ghost of, the Juno. ghost of Juno is yeah. beside her. Right. Yeah. And which that's le- the end. Leads into the descent too, which is not We were not going to talk about that. <laughs> are, there, are there anybody from Descent 1 in that? No. Oh, okay. The idea it was is not made by the same Sarah people. Sarah went back no. to the, they, bar- they used the story essentially like it's a search crew going out after the Yeah, they used, the and they one. used the American ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Sarah shows up in the sequel, right? Yeah, Sarah yeah. is in it. Sarah, oh, okay. it's a, but it's not the same actress. I don't think it's the same actress. No, because I was, oh, I was watching okay. like a trailer for The Descent too, and I was... <clears throat> so it's not but, worth watching, though. But the, the unrated cut, which is the original cut, the the only... The U.S. is the only version that has that. No, it is the same that. Sarah. Right. Is it the same mm-hmm. actress? Yeah, it's uh, Shauna McDonald. Oh, that's a shame. And you know is also in it. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. Awful. Um, <laughs> I agree, but yes. <laughs> So the original ending, which is the unrated cut ending, mm-hmm. is you know she gets she gets out pretty much the American ending until she gets in the car and then it snaps back to she's still in the cave, right? And she's Hosting. lost her mind mm-hmm. and imagining she's seeing her daughter, yeah, having like sit- sitting cake. down, having a birthday cake with her, and she's just and then when she, it pans out, she's actually just sitting at a just, fire. She's just yeah sitting. Yeah, yeah, she's sitting, and the creatures it, are coming in from yeah. the side. Yeah, you can it's hear like, them. Can hear them. I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah, thinking about that ending. Yeah, it's such a great ending. And it it's like, good. I don't know. I think there's and there's a there's enough of like a character arc for her. You know, everything she goes through and like all the loss that she's had, and like that's 
Yeah. That's where she wants to end. Mm-hmm. And I think it's 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 quite moving and yeah, powerful, which is rare for a horror movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's a, yeah. There, there's a point where you've gone through too much and your brain is done. And right. like yeah. you can't. There is no situation where even if Sarah were to get out, Sarah has a nice, happy, sane future. Like oh, that no. doesn't happen. No, yeah. like um, she's not. No. And I feel like that right. is kind of the issue I take also with the ritual back to that. Like he gets away. Like what? What possible future, like, he gets out, right? Yeah. So what possible future awaits? Like, he's um, never going to sleep again. He's not no. going like, to be normal. Not without drugs. Yeah. yeah. You know? uh, like, he's not going to be normal. He's probably going to be under investigation for killing his best friends. Right. Of all that believe stuff. They're not going to believe Norse, it was yeah. some Norse god. Because uh, that's what he's going to come back saying because right. he's lost it. <laughs> and, like, that's the that's kind of thing. Is sometimes horror movies where people get away at the end, I'm like, but then what? Yeah. Because yeah. humans don't just bounce back right. from seeing those things. So I liked about, like, <clears throat> you know, The Shining, like mm-hmm. Wendy and Danny get away mm-hmm. and, you know, Jack mm-hmm. freezes to death. That's what I liked about Dr. Sleep is you get to see, like, what, what happened, happened to him. That was, yeah. was a really great film. Did you ever see that? I haven't seen I it. I saw the film. I actually fell asleep during it. Okay. Because you didn't know. like it or because you were tired? Uh, because it was slow in parts. Mm. Now, the book is great. I book, is, book is really good, but I uh, just the just it was slow in parts. So anyway, what did you think of the descent? So I actually really liked the descent. I had been told by multiple people over the years that it's something I should definitely watch, and so I was excited when you picked it. But I I I definitely liked it. I think you're right. There's not much, if anything, that needs changed. You at the beginning, you get the tragedy. You get. Even then, you start getting the dynamic of how those people are so close, and then later on, they're not as as close, you know, once they meet up to go into these caves. And you see just how bad of a person Juno is as well. And <laughs> it's so I mean, that, like, bold. my hate for her was they did they did good at that. So bold, yeah. too, wearing the necklace, just on yeah. her neck, out in public. Yeah. I think she wore it, like, tucked in. Yeah. But well, she's wearing a tank top. It's not. Yeah, and that's I mean, beyond that, like her taking them into a cave system and throwing away the book. Yeah, and there's like, it's, and then it, and it's like it's a new cave, and it's yeah. like this it's is stupid. woman. We're like, <laughs> yeah. we're soccer moms, right? Exactly. <laughs> like they're not big time explorers. Yeah, no, I mean they're just out to have fun, and they're like, remember that time we used to rat climb, and all the girls like think it's funny because how are we that crazy? Yeah, back then, and then. She takes him into an un well, supposedly undiscovered cave. Yeah. Well, but one that she they they found other hooks and stuff, so other people had been there. Well, discovered yeah. enough that she had heard about it, but not disco- like not mapped. Right. And it's that's so stupid. Oh gosh, that's stupid. Yeah. The like person in me that used to do a lot of hiking and like caving stuff, and it's like no, thank you. Like that's yeah. dumb. You're gonna yeah. die nine times out of ten. And as far as caving, it's always been something that seems interesting to me. I would love to like climb through some caves, but n- I wouldn't because of all the like tight spaces and that yeah. you don't know what's at the end. Like oh. that might end, and then you're stuck. Like no way, no thank you, no thank no. you. I'll I'll, so, like, I'll, I'll re- repel down to like that giant the one spot part. where they start for and sure. Then, then I'll repel my ass back for up. sure. Not not one so, not a single one of those like toe crawls that they do like no because that's that's how that works is you put your arms in front of you like mm-hmm. 
like straight, like right. a snake. No, thank you. And you use your toes to push you along, and it's terrifying. No, um, not doing that. No, because you can't really get like because if your arms get under you and you start to panic, you're gonna like essentially suffocate because you've started to suffocate yourself. Yeah, that's what almost happens to I think it's Sarah, yeah. um, where she gets stuck in the yeah. in the squeeze. So this, I mean, overall good movie. So. On on my way up to camp, something happened that is one of my things that make me nervous out of a horror movie anyways. I got behind a log truck. <laughs> okay. You've seen so, Final Destination too. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm behind a log truck, and for the first time in my life, something fell off the log truck. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I started to panic. Now, I will say it was just a piece of bark off of one of the logs. Yeah. But it wasn't like a tiny piece of bark. It was like a big piece of bark that flew off so then i'm in panic mode anyways so luckily and and this was where there was work being done Mm -hmm. so i had no choice but to stay behind that truck so luckily i got out from behind that and that comes into play because it wasn't long after i got to camp that we decided to watch this movie because they knew i needed to watch movies my friends love to watch movies um they'd already seen both of them but pop up in the tent and there's the park (laughs) And there's the what? The park. <laughs> Sorry. No. So we were, we decided to watch the movie, which by the way, this camp, we, there's like a building that we stay in. No. It's like a, somebody's camp. But so we were watching uh, The Descent. Okay. And the opening scene when the girl dies, it's, it was like reminiscent of the log truck and the other final destination where the poles come out mm-hmm. oh, wow. and fly through the, so that started me <laughs> off just like, oh, cause I had just had it. I had just followed a log truck. Like I was already in that mode and I was, you know, too, too much final destination at once. So that really grabbed my attention. And then the other story about the descent is we decided the next day to go to Lost World Caverns. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we watched the descent, and then we went into the caves, which, That's granted, awesome. I didn't have to crawl through anything small. No. But just, like, going through there and imagining things, it was it was, made it really cool. Like you see a little, like, opening in the... Yeah. Right here, and you're like, huh. Yeah. So, because there are things in there where it talks about the natural entrance back in the day, mm-hmm. and you can see through that little hole up to you know, the like world above mm-hmm. um, and just picturing like having to crawl through those things and stuff like that. Like, no, thank you. I, like I was talking about how I wouldn't mind if they did a tour in those caves where all the lights are off and you only go with like a head helmet yeah. or something like a headlight. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool because it would give you that cave experience yeah. without it being dangerous. Not dying. Yeah. 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 But I did read, I don't, I don't know if they still do them, but at some point in the trail of, of this, the Lost World Caverns, there is a sign that talks about there is a, an expedition you can do where they take you off the regular path. And you, it says you'll get wet and muddy and have to crawl through yeah. small spaces. And I was instantly like, but not that. Not that. <laughs> I got no to do thing. that. Are there handbars? Because otherwise I'll. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because yeah. you're like, no, I'm not, cli- I'm not crawling. But <laughs> as long as there's like a rail, I'll be right. fine. Unrelated, like, well, not really unrelated, but I can't remember where we went. It's like up like Ohio. They're caves. 
mm-hmm. like between here and Ohio, like on the state line. I don't know what where they are. The Tyler Caves or Carter Caves, maybe. Carter Caves That's is Ohio. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Carter Caves is, I think, where we went. And the guy was like, oh, we have a way that we go sometimes if I have more like athletically inclined people on the trip. Do you guys want to go that way? Because it was just me and Joe. And he's like, you know, when we don't have grannies. I like to go this way. It was really cool. He took us like up through like you had to like jump over some water and like go up and like kind of duck. It wasn't like nothing was a tight squeeze. Yeah. Nothing was a crawl, but it was like not not the handrailed path. And right. it was really neat to get to see kind of some off of the stuff that other people some don't stuff see. That people yeah. don't get to see. That's awesome. It was really fun. He was super nice. But I did learn something about caves and cave paintings this month. Mm-hmm. Um and that so did you know so if you've ever seen like cave paintings, a lot of times the animals have extra legs or they'll have all these lines drawn on them and stuff. Huh? And the reason why is that it's an early form of cinema. So under oh. flickering firelight, it would make the animals oh, look yeah. like they're moving because your eyes would focus on different parts of them. That's the way really that cool. they use strobes to make like the spinny things work. So that was their way of like creating moving Motion pictures picture, yeah. in like prehistoric times, which is pretty neat. So we've been, I think it's cool that we've been making movies, movies like way. since mm-hmm. before we really Using even had light and mo- like light, light and movement. movement. Yeah. Yeah. Even from like, that's crazy. Cause that's like the need. way the firelight flickers, it makes the, a lot of the cave paintings move. That's why they're so deep into caves. Like people were like, well, if these were for religious purposes, why wouldn't they be, you know, why would you choose to come in here and paint this under firelight instead of painting it like out in the, in the sun? And yeah. that's why, so that they could make it move. Speaking of the caves, like some behind the scenes stuff that I'm, I didn't know. Because none of the none of the caves are real. Yeah, I was it's just all, reading that. That's what I was going to talk about. A set. Yeah, and they made I guess even 20, like the, 21 separate yeah. scenes yeah. of caves. It's like I guess even that opening is, is not a like the big kind of cavern like cavernous, mm-hmm. but they repel down. It's not real either, and it's like they did never, a really good never job. Never in the the entire film that I think that's not an actual cave. No, not at all. That's that's exactly the point well, I was getting ready to talk about because I was reading the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that that seems crazy. I um, like that the the creatures, like the people, the actors playing the creatures, not stuntmen. The actors playing the crawlers. Mm-hmm. Um, they they kept them away from the the fem- the, the the women, the actors, until. They were in the shot, so they would see them for the first time, and it would be... Somewhat a real reaction. Yeah, like a real genuine reaction. Yeah, I read that they they based the creatures off Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, The original totally. Nosferatu. Yeah. And then uh, they also... It took three and a half hours in makeup to transform an actor into a crawler. They also had to shave off all their body hair. Yeah, for the creatures, which I mean, I think the creatures are creepy. Mm-hmm. Like they, they are. Did, I mean, they did a good job because they don't look like they just look like people that have <laughs> that have been in that cave, for, right? Yeah. For you know however many years, and it's just it's it's naturally creepy. It's not a doesn't need to be a big expensive CG monster or anything like that. Right. It just needs to be creepy bald dudes. So yeah. I didn't realize this until the rewatch, but all, like all of the lighting for the movie is essentially like red and green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the color yeah. story is red and green. So I asked if we can consider it a Christmas movie because it's about family <laughs> dynamics and it's all red and green. And there is a cake. <laughs> and there is a cake. Okay. And some lights, uh, you know. And candles. Candles. So, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, and all the lighting is done just to speed it along. It's done by their flashlights and their headlamps and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, I think that really makes it look like a cave. I think that's oh, a lot for of sure. it. Because I mean, at the end of the day, it's like if, if they're using kind of like what they did on Lord of the Rings, it's like it's basically just styrofoam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they just kind of mold it and paint it to look like a cave. They might have had to use something different just because it, it would have to get wet. Uh, polyurethane sprayed rock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's why it looks so good. It's just the way they're lighting it. It just looks natural. It just looks like they're in a cave. Right. And it, it's basically a, a better way of doing what they tried to do in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yeah. I agree. It, this actually plays into the movie and brings the realness to it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, and that's a, that's the thing is they also do that in an interesting way. Like, so remember the scene of Bye's Bye's Bodies where she points the light at her face? Yeah. And I was like, that's stupid. In this one, when they're going to have them do that, they have a reason for them to, like, not point the light in front of right. them. Yeah. Like, so, like, uh, it's the older woman whose name I can't remember. Who's, so I don't think it's her mom, but it's, like, a motherly sort of relationship between those two. Maybe Rebecca. And she... The monster is down here, and so she holds the light here mm-hmm. right. so that it points away from where the monster, so it doesn't, like, draw yeah. the monster yeah. into the little cavern they're in. There's, and it was like, that was well planned. So meticulous. Many, so many little details like that. Like, yeah. the people, like, they really thought through the movie. And this is Neil Marshall's second movie. He made Dog Soldiers mm-hmm. a few years earlier, which is a, it's a really, yeah, it's a really great little, like, werewolf movie. Mm-hmm. It's basically about this group of soldiers pretty much out in the woods, and, um... They're just fighting werewolves, mm-hmm. but it's it's shot like really. I think they shot it on sixteen millimeter, and it's real grungy, and it's pretty cool. And the werewolf designs are really good. It's been a while since I've seen it, but it's a pretty good movie. But I would say he he really peaked here. He hasn't really made much since Doomsday, which is based. It's just like an escape from New York kind of hodgepodge. And then he made that awful Hellboy movie. It says that he almost passed on yeah on the descent. Because he didn't um, want to be later reconsidered a horror movie director. Yeah, but I think like it's like it's a horror movie, but I think it 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 it's more based in suspense and yeah thrills. It's not like it's not like a slash like a goot gory slasher or saw or something like that. It's like it's based it's a in, little gory. I mean, it is it is bloody, but, but that's it's not because the they're main thing because they're just trying to survive. It's right. not like someone's like a saw trap or something. Or, yeah. Or whatever the kills in Friday the Thirteenth or Scream or whatever. It's like a, it's based in they're just having to survive and they have pickaxes and that's what they're going to use. Mm-hmm. But all the suspense is just the location is such a yeah plays such a big part in that. Although it was not real, which blows my that's mind. Still blow my mind. Mm, like that's I'm, awesome. It's I really honestly thought it was it was real. Yeah, I did watch. By the way, I did watch both endings of did this. You? Okay, mm-hmm. which yeah. do you prefer? I don't. I I kind of like them both. I I think they both are an interesting way to end it. I mean, I think her not making it out and and starting to her brain basically starting to shut down. She's seeing things. I I mean, I do like that. Yeah, for sure. I um, I will say the first. <clears throat> so the first ending I watched was the American ending, because we were up in the woods and I did not have. The DVD. DVD. <laughs> so we did watch that. Okay. But I knew I was going to watch the other one. I, and I think I like that. I think I like that I saw the American one yeah. and then saw the original yeah, I mean, that, That's how I saw it. Yeah. That's how it was in theaters. Yeah. Um, um, I forgot about, because I watched the American ending again as well, like on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I forgot about the Juno ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of makes it like a little more tolerable because what I was remembering was she just gets out and drives away and like happy. Freaking out in the car. Right. Um, so that kind of like, I don't know, it, it kind of lo- like alludes to she's going to have to deal with all this. Right. For the rest of her life. Well, which is a little bit easier to swallow than just her escaping and happy, mm-hmm. you know, it's a happy ending. That's what I'm saying. You still, but it's my least favorite part of the movie. I think the, it doesn't, it's bad. Like it doesn't fit. It, it feels like it, it totally was cut doesn't. out of a different movie. It's got like, it's a bad jump scare with bat and like the lighting's bad. Like it's just bad. It's clearly, like, they it, just threw it in in the last second. They threw it in like when, like, well, it's like they probably went back like, once, once Lionsgate got, bought the rights to the film, they wanted to add that. So they went and shot that. At right. another at a later date, yeah, and got the actresses back to do it, and it looks like like Halloween makeup on well, her. Well, I remember too. that's what my point is. Like, I, it feels like the early two thousands, and like it's a computer thing where it's like stare at this screen, and then something oh, yeah. jumps out. Do you everybody that's, remember this? Yeah, that of- <laughs> is what the Juno ghost looks like. Totally. And feels like it's like it's a cheap well, jump scare well, for they, zero reason in a movie that's otherwise. In well, my they haven't alluded perfect. to anything like that. Yeah, in the yeah. whole film, like that, it's like a ghost or right. a vision and, or you know. And that's where I was going with it. Is you know, I watched that version first, and when I first saw it, it didn't click that it was a ghost. I was like, oh, did Juno make it out? I mean, like, that well, I mean, because better. you're left with Juno just getting something hit in the leg. And, then and yeah, you them... hear creatures, but you don't know what happens. Yeah. Like you, I assumed she died. But in that split second, because it's also you see Juno for like a split second. There's mm-hmm. not enough, I don't think, to to clarify that it's definitely a ghost. Yeah. 100%. And I'm. it left me like questioning. Yeah. Or it's like what she's like, she's just... Yeah, See, imagining like it. Imagining whatever. Is you know. it a ghost? Is it Juno made it out? Like it yeah. almost was too open-ended for me when I first watched it. Yeah. Now, when you add in the extra part or the original ending, mm-hmm. you get that that's in her mind. 100% yeah, yeah, because whole, everything's in her mind. Yeah, because it's a, and it's in a way it's emotional catharsis for her. Yeah. You know. And that's why I said like, I I kind of like both. The first one left me questioning, and sometimes I like to question, yeah, a little bit, and or just try to decide in my mind what that was, yeah. But then the the second ending or the, the original ending is is good because it really really shows you the breakdown that she is going through and and how her mind is working as she's sitting there. Yeah. About to meet her end. Well, yeah. the descent, like for like for me, the director's cut. I think a hard cut from when the truck passes back to the cave is better than like having the Juno ghost. Oh like, yeah, because like she gets startled by the truck passing, then throws up, and then sits back at the car, and then the Juno ghost is there. Yeah, I think a hard cut from like the loud noise of the truck passing could have been played as something in the cave, and then like popping back to the cave yeah. would have been a hundred. I hate, I hate the Juno ghost in yeah. both, and I hate that it's in both versions because it really doesn't need to be <laughs> in yeah. the other. Like, I don't. I mean, I think you're it fits showing, in the like, long, her, the longer one. Her brain. This is her brain breaking at this right. moment. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, and and it, clearly it is. So yeah. in that sense, I think it kind of makes sense for the Juno for Juno to be there. Because you're also seeing that Juno is stuck in her head because she just went through a lot with Juno. Yeah. Juno killed their friend. Juno was 
cheating. I mean, her, her husband was cheating with Juno yeah. the whole time. So Juno is like one of the main things in her head. And you see that by that ghost being there, or that vision being there. Yeah. Um, but it does make more sense when then it flashes back to the cave. Yeah. 100%. Totally. I just, I, I, yeah. I hate the Juno ghost. I hate the Juno I just think I feel like it could be better. Like, like she's bleeding from her eyes. Like she was already like looking weird enough at the end with like yeah. the blood all over her face that it could have been done. Just like she could have just kept the same makeup. Yeah. But instead, they're like, here's a stereotypical horror movie jump scare with her eye blood. Yeah. Like Juno didn't get stabbed in the eye. She got stabbed in the leg. It's very grounded until that moment, and I hate that. I don't mind showing her going insane actually seen a version which was not this version i guess that is intercut with sarah having other like hallucinations i don't know what version it was that i like saw that um Mm -hmm. where she like with other dreams about like her daughter's birthday or other like well she has that in there but it like happens more i don't know it might have been like a fan cut i don't think the only change the only change is the ending yeah, yeah, I know. I'll be honest. Like, it's the Juno. The Juno ghost is in. It's in both. It's in both. Is yeah, it? yeah, it is. I just mm-hmm. the director's cut definitely has the Juno ghost. Yeah, the only difference which I is I didn't remember. I, I didn't I, remember I, it either. Yeah. I thought it was just yeah. in the American cut. No, it's there. The only difference is I, after that is the ending. Because to be honest, I've seen this movie a lot and I didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch all of it. Yeah. Well, seems like maybe you should have. <laughs> yeah, I'll be damned. It is in there, isn't it? <laughs> 100 percent that's why that's why it didn't really throw me off to watch the original or the american yeah. version and then go back and watch the director's cut ending because i mean i didn't re-watch the whole movie definitely not but i did watch the ending part and yeah. that's why it didn't throw me off much because it's just an added on piece basically. yeah so i guess they didn't reshoot like it wasn't a reshoot i'm sorry i retract all that can you edit all that out toby uh, nope. you, no we're gonna keep that in there <laughs> I swear I don't remember that in the director's cut. Yeah. yeah. I swear I remember one more version of The Descent, but apparently it's a... Uh, Maybe if you, you go to like movie censorship, it'll give you all the... Um, hallucinations. The ones various cuts and the only... Because I was looking at it yesterday, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's just the ending and it's like just the ending. That's the only um, difference between the two cuts. Yeah. But So, yeah, I made a fool of myself. That's okay. We all do it sometimes. <laughs> Stupid Juno ghost. Did you know that the cover is inspired by a... um, Painting. Well, it's inspired by a painting, but it's inspired by a photo that was inspired by a painting. So the girls together... It's a a portrait of Salvador Dali that was a photograph, and they used the girls to make the skull, and so that's what they end up doing on the front. Yeah, Um, it's a cool poster. It's a really neat poster. And it reminds me of what the movie I'm going to pick for you is. All right, so that kind of brings us to the end of the discussion for this these two movies. I think overall we liked both movies somewhat, at least. Yeah, the ritual is okay. The ritual is okay. I think it's a horror classic. I, I liked both of them. I was a fan of both of them. I'm I'm glad we did this. They like you said. I don't know that you could pick two more similar no. in the structure and and some of the types of stuff that happened in them. Yeah, they're, it's very so that similar. was that was kind of cool. And, you know, watching them at camp and then going into caves and stuff. It just that's kind a cool of, experience. It was like an experience. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's what a I was going to say. That's a fun weekend. Yeah. You almost died. Yeah, and, I almost died. You know. And then it's in the movie. And then I'm in the <laughs> caves and in the woods and in the river. Like, it just, it was stuff. an experience. It's good stuff. So it was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, we need to pick movies for the next time. Okay. So we're going to start with you. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wonder why. <laughs> so today happens to be Harrison Ford's 81st birthday. That's exciting. Boop, boop. It is. I know what's coming. <laughs> I do too, and not... I love it. I love, I love Harrison Ford, so I'm for it. Okay. Um, it's great. I am going to pick Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Is that the which first is one? The second one. Oh, okay. But technically, it takes place before Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is the first one. Okay. In the chronology. Not that it matters because chronologically, I've seen the fourth one. The fifth one. Fifth one. <laughs> I didn't know there were four. You've only seen the new awful. The one movie. that was in theaters. Yeah. The one, the one that is in theaters. The one that is in theaters right now, and you should avoid like the plague. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It's not my kind of movie. Yeah. I know. But or I you think can read Josh's article in the Gazette and then go see it and see if you agree. Also true. Yeah. <laughs> We're very excited for Josh. Thank Finally you. got a movie review in the paper. Yeah. When I was watching it, I thought, oh, Josh might like this. It looks like it might be a good movie if you like this kind of stuff. Well, so I was really <laughs> I was really taken aback by the fact that you just absolutely hated it. Oh, I hated it. Yeah. Um, so the reason I'm cho- choosing Temple of Doom over Raiders mm-hmm. Is because Temple of Doom is a is a lot darker. It does it does have a lot more horror elements. Okay, there's some pretty intense stuff that goes goes on. It actually is the movie that was created the PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still PG, <laughs> but it should it like wasn't hard enough to go to R, but it was way too much for PG. Um, so after this, PG-13 was created. Oh, okay. And there's a lot of like kind of gross out humor and horror stuff and mm-hmm. like it just never stops and it's really it's really suspenseful and the action's really great um it's really funny i think you'll like it and i think i hope you'll be like oh wow this is much better than that piece of crap i saw in theaters <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean the only thing i have it to compare to is the new one yeah and then the like live show at universal Oh, okay. Where he runs from a ball and lays that, down. That's from the first movie. Yeah, that's but from it, Raiders. But I saw it live, like with a stunt man. I saw it live. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's all I have. <laughs> I know. That's all I have. So, yeah, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Well, that's this, exciting. This is my favorite one. It's my favorite, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Indiana Jones movie. Like, okay. Raiders is technically a better film. It's a better film, but I like Temple of Doom more, yeah. personally. So, what is your pick for me? Did you, I mean, have you seen Scream 5? Six? No, Scream 5. Yeah, I've seen Scream 5. Oh, okay. Well, because you had to see Scream 5 to see Scream 6. Yeah, I don't remember anything about it, but I've seen it. It's fine. It's not that memorable. It's okay. So why are you asking? Like, you've seen the the characters and stuff. Yeah, I'm aware of these are the people that are in the sixth one. Well, we just got the new Blu-ray, so maybe it's time that you see Scream 6. Okay. I think we'll do Scream 6. All right. All right. And and then we're doing um, movies that are like a franchise. But um, yeah, I think we'll do that. Okay. Yeah, this is it. That All right, Scream 6. Yeah. Which we have on Blu-ray and DVD. Right. That's so. what I thought. Like, we just got it in. It's, yeah. it's newly released on DVD. Yeah. So now's and, the time. And it's a sequel. And, and you haven't seen it? And, and I honestly, and I think it's one of the better screens. Okay. Um, as far as like a... I hope it's sequel. better than the last one. I wasn't crazy about the last one. It's definitely it's better. Very than the last forgettable. One. Five was nice, but I mean, as a Scream fan, but I think six is a movie that people saw that weren't Scream fans. Okay, so we'll see. I just remember five being you very might hate generic. it. It was. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Scream six. All right. So 
that's our movies for next time. If you want to watch them ahead of time before we, you know, the podcast comes out, that's a good idea. Then you know what we're talking about. But until then, I'm Aaron. I'm Josh. And this has been The Raw Opposites. <laughs>